What up, everybody? It's your boy, Theo Pinsa here. And welcome to episode three of Run Your Race with my boy, AJ Richardson. What up, beautiful people? There you go. This beautiful people stuff again. A lot of beautiful people in the world, you know? Agreed. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to everyone, everyone for the support and the love you're showing me and my boy AJ on our very first podcast. And it's been, it's been amazing, bro. Like, we came into this thing with a vision. We came into a thing with a with something we wanted to just give everybody the platform to show everybody there's a different race in both fields, off the court and on the court, and just how you can get through the ups and downs. And we wanted to be the first people to give everybody a chance to talk about that and show and be vulnerable and give us their experience and stuff like that. And y'all giving us that and by listening to us and we started off with high school. We started off from the very beginning. We started off with the ups and downs from high school. And then we got to college, started off with the ups and downs of that. And now we're the real life stuff. We had the real life stuff and we about to talk about the real. <laughs> when it gets real. And it definitely gets real. And like I said, like we said the last uh, podcast with the college edition, when you get out of college, it's on. It's on and popping. Ain't no. Ain't no the training wheels is off. It's off. The, the training wheels is off, and you really got nobody waiting make, on you to nothing to do nothing. Uh, none of that. You got to make plays. You got to make nah, plays. Sure. You're gonna get hit with a different type. You're gonna get hit with haymakers. You're gonna hit with hit with different type of obstacles, and you got to be ready to move on and move forward. And that's what we're gonna talk about here today. I'll start this week. So first off. Everyone knows I went to Carolina, which I will mention again. <laughs> I was about to say, I think we know now. We know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we definitely know now. <laughs> went to Carolina and um, coming into Carolina, being a top 10 recruit, um, feeling really good about my chances going to the pros. As everybody knows, I'm with the uh, Dallas Mavericks right now. Appreciate the love from them and have another opportunity and can't wait till the season starts. But yes, uh, Coming out of college, well, going into college, I felt like I had a good opportunity going to the league. You know, you top 10, you really walk and do it yeah. at that point. So um, was ready, was ready for that next step. Just want to enjoy college. And un not unfortunately, but I had to do four years, which was okay with me. Right. And went and did four years, uh, went into the draft my senior year and didn't get drafted. Didn't get drafted. Top 10 pick. I mean, not top 10 pick. Top 10 in the country and didn't get drafted. Mm -hmm. So, listen, you got to keep working. You never know what's going to happen. And you got to be ready for every obstacle. I feel like that, that, that was, motivated you a little bit more, huh? Oh, for sure. For sure. It definitely motivated me. And I, I would say this, too, also. I don't know if I would be more ready if I left my freshman year and then I did my senior year. I think I was more ready mm -hmm. leaving my senior year just because mentally I was more sharp. Physically, I was more sharp. So as right. I got to the league, I felt like I was more ready than I would have been my freshman year. You know what I'm saying? Right. So just little stuff like that. I know everybody want to rush to the league and get there and do what they want to do and make all the money. Yeah, hey, listen. First of all, with NIL, you're making money. You're making money already. <laughs> you're making hey. money. You don't got to worry about that right now. Nah. So, uh, like I said, it was it was it was a tough it was a tough 
Because when you play, when you start playing basketball and you see the draft, that's what you dream about. You dream right. about hearing your name that getting moment. called by that by the commissioner and just having that moment with your family and friends and everyone. You know what I'm saying? So um, not having my name get called and and I actually I had a I had a good little I had a good little gathering with my family and friends who've been there throughout the whole journey. And we all just watched the draft together. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was tough. It was tough not hearing your name called and understanding like, all right. Cause you know, you know at a certain point, uh, not everybody knows this, but at a certain point during the draft, you know, all right, I'm not getting drafted. Right. So what's the next step? So it was kind of, it was kind of a little awkward moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like everybody there, like, oh, you might get drafted. But my thing is, I was killing in my draft workouts. Yeah. Killing. So, and sometimes it just didn't work out for me. And it was one of those things where I had to use it as motivation. And I, before the draft ended, I knew I was going to Brooklyn anyway. So my first two years, I was with Brooklyn, third year with the Knicks, mm -hmm. fourth year with Dallas, and now I'm about to start my fifth year with Dallas again. So um, before I get too deep into all that, we're going to go to you. Um, Graduate A&T. What, what was next? Yep. I guess what was next? For me, so I um, when I was in college, I worked at um, the CP3 Basketball Academy. Because um, mm -hmm. that's when it had just opened up. Um, and that's where I pretty much became like the marketing director at the academy trying to help um, just jump start that brand. What you were trying to yeah, do. The jump start. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So working on how to um, uh, create different decks and things like that to um, bring in the memberships and things, making those um, consistent and things like that. Yeah. So, um, so after that, I moved to Houston. Mm -hmm. um, so I worked there, then I moved to Houston. Um, and that's when I started working for um, CP3 LLC. Um, mm -hmm. So I was in Houston for two years um, and really still trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Um, CJ, CJ and Chris um, gave me an opportunity pretty much to spread my wings in like the marketing area. Um, and what I did there, I was pretty much day-to-day -day, um, with CJ. Day-to-day -day with CJ pretty much. And I found, I found my niche because I knew... I was really good with really good at connecting with people. I was super creative. Um, and I love social media. Mm -hmm. So for me, I was like, all right, cool. I pretty much was day to day with CJ. So on the auto calls, no. um, oh, let's go back. Calls. Let's go back. Let's go back. I'm yeah. gonna ask you again. I'm gonna yeah. ask you again. All right. So look, you have. You're going off four years of college, uh, one year at Fayetteville State, three years at North Carolina A&T. What was next for you? I didn't even know, right? I knew I wanted to be in sports. Yeah. And I knew I, knew I wanted to do something with social media, marketing, mm -hmm. things of that nature, but I didn't know what none of that stuff looked like. So I worked at CP3 um, Basketball Academy. In Winston-Salem, mm -hmm. North Carolina, for a couple months. And then after that, I moved to Houston and started working um, with CB3 LLC, working day-to-day -day with CJ Paul. And yeah. pretty much 
on all the calls, learning the business, learning um, the CP3 umbrella, the endorsement deals, the um, brand partnerships, connecting, networking, and things of that nature. So pretty yeah. much did that. And now I'm literally, I call myself the dot connector, right? So like now mm-hmm. I look at myself as how can I connect these dots in, these dots in the sports industry that can mm-hmm. help myself and other brands, other athletes to the world and things like things of that nature, you know? So gotcha. you got that's you. what's next and it's still going. It's still going. For sure. That's dope. So speaking of connecting the dots, I'm out here trying to, so imagine going from college, having your dream taken away of hearing your name called on draft night. Sitting there, having to refocus, okay, I got to prove myself. I got to prove I right. belong. Right. So I get a two-way contract with Brooklyn my first year. I'm like, okay. And this is the first year two-way was a thing. So no one really knew what it was. Right. So I was, about it was to say, like, okay. Explain that to the world. Yeah, yeah. Two, way, two ways is basically like uh, half with the – so you had a total of 45 games you could be with the NBA team. And then the rest, you're with the G League team. So you're just doing both. And they're like basically developing you to get onto the NBA team. Right. And just seeing if you're good enough. Right. So I took that challenge and I played pretty well. I made uh, first team all rookie. I personally believe I should have been MVP. Uh, <laughs> uh, rookie, uh, rookie of the year. My teammate won MVP. No, mm-hmm. my teammate was runner-up MVP. Uh... So I knew I, was, I knew I didn't have a chance of that, but I should have been uh, MVP of the G League for sure just because my team was in the championship and we lost in the finals. I know we lost in the finals, but the person who won uh, rookie, uh, rookie of the year, we smacked them and I was cooking. <laughs> so that didn't make sense to me, but what, what, what does nowadays? What does? You know what, I'm saying? <laughs> what does? What does nowadays? Now we got monkey pox. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> 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 Look, yeah. what's going months, on? It's gonna be something else, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can't drink water no more. Or right. Like that. Yeah, it's gonna be you never crazy. know. So, um, but long, long story short, on the, my Brooklyn stint, I played well. That I was improving every month. Um, every month, I, my confidence was getting higher, and I signed a one year deal the next year. And what's crazy is. And I'm going to shoot it straight. Like I said, we're going to keep it real on here. Thanks. When I first found out I was going to Brooklyn, I'm like, yo, I'm going to get some time. <laughs> they weak. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> hey, they weren't good, sorry. bro. They, yeah, they sorry. weren't good. They wasn't good, bro. And then once I get there, my rookie year, bro, we the seventh seed in the playoffs. Yeah. Bro, we're the seventh seed in the playoffs. So I'm like, Okay, <laughs> I guess next year when I, they see I'm improving, they see it, and I played a couple games during the year, and I was mm-hmm. and I was getting off like I played well, and that's why they still signed me the next year. So right. then the second year, um, they give uh, they give me a deal, but then we hearing all these rumors. <sighs> Kevin Durant, from, man, Kyrie Irving want to want to join the team, and I'm sitting there like. Oh, damn. <laughs> Deezy was like, oh, hey, listen. man. Hey, listen. <laughs> I just said that like, hey, listen. I'm blessed to be able to 
see that show every every night for sure. Right. But doggone, when my opportunity gonna come? Right. I I need some. You wanted some tick. I'm already knowing. I want some tick, bro. So I'm like, I've been waiting on this. So it came, and they they still believed in me. They still gave me my chance, which I. I appreciate those guys to this day. They still gave me my first shot, my first deal. And Josiah, Sean Marks, all those guys, I, I still rock with them to this day. Right. And um, it was just crazy, bro. Like, everything flipped. Develop, it went from development to win now. Right. Because you got two of the best players to ever play this game. You know right. what I'm saying? So you had to you had to flip that switch, and they they challenged me. Like, listen, you got to be ready to go now. You know what I'm saying? At like, any moment, we're, like we're in the now right now. So you got to be. They want to see believe in you and blah blah blah. And we had a great relate. Me, Kai, K, we all had a good relationship. DeAndre Jordan, all those guys. So, um, it was a good it was a good group. And um, like I said. It didn't end up working out. I got waived at the end of the year before the mm-hmm. bubble. And everything happened for a reason, which was cool with me. And uh, that's, what, that's what happened. You know what I'm saying? I actually that's just the first part. I actually did. So, like, knowing that you you went there and you, like, you knew they were sorry, right? And then you get yeah. the, the KDs, the Kyries of the world. Mm-hmm. Knowing that now I'm not the guy. I got KD on my team. I got Kevin Durant. How do you still bring value to the team and making sure, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, making sure you're still yeah. doing something. Yeah, for sure. And that was the biggest thing my uh, rookie year. Right. I knew I wasn't going to play that much because you got D'Lo, who had an all-star year. Mm-hmm. Spencer, that should have been an all-star also. Like, he was he hooping. Was hooping. He yeah. was hooping. And... um you got all that going on. And like I said, I'm a firm believer if you're into the game and you're trying to help your teammates out at the same time, you're going to be more ready when, you have to, when your number gets called. So that was right. my biggest thing my rookie year that I tried to uh, bring to both teams that, that I was on uh, both years in Brooklyn. And, 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 I, and I'm going to be 100% honest with you. That's why they came. They saw our vibe over there. They right. saw we had a good time. They saw that they saw that what we were doing, we had a lot of young guys. We had Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, mm-hmm. uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, Joe Harris, guys who got paid. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like guys who really could play, and they was having a good time, and we was playing the right way. So that attracted Kai. That attracted K. That attracted DeAndre right. Jordan. Like that, that atmosphere and that vibe literally attracted all those guys to come there. And it was cool, bro. Like, it was fun to be a part of. And, right. I, and I thank those guys that I was with my rookie year, Jared Dudley, Damari Carroll, Ed Davis. They helped build that because the locker room was so tight-knit and close together and a good group. It, it made it a lot easier to be on the floor and have a good time also. Right. And I think that's what you do a really great job at in the league, right? Like, yeah, I think a lot of people in the league has egos. Everybody yeah, want to be the guy. Sure. Everybody yeah. want to be the guy, but don't really right. understand how important it is to be like that great locker room guy, the great professional, mm-hmm. like all the other things off the court, making sure mm-hmm. like the KDs, the teams and things like that, you bring in that good yep. energy. Yeah, You know what I mean? So I For think sure. you do a really For good sure. job of that. And you know what I mean? I think, and I'm not in the league, but I think that's important because that's how you stay in, stay around the league. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. 
That's yeah. how you stay for in sure. the league, really, being a and good then, locker room And people don't understand, like, staying in the league now, you really got, like, they really paying attention to, uh, like, how you are as a person. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they paying attention to shit like that. So I want to say also, uh, going to you, explain how that experience at Rock Nation was. I know you had a little internship at Rock Nation. Was that during college? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was. Because I feel like you were doing that. What did you what What did you first do? Out your first outside of college. Your first gig outside of college was the CP three Academy, right? Yeah, when I um I okay. I, so I'm um I pretty much worked at the academy, but pretty uh -huh. much when I started working for CP three LLC, I was doing all the day to day stuff. So like going to uh -huh. FedEx, and this is what people don't really understand: the sports industry is big. But you have to like, you got to work your way up. So yeah. at the beginning, I'm like going to FedEx. Um, mm -hmm. I'm shipping out stuff. I'm pretty much yeah. doing all the dirty work, whatever you need little me to stuff. do. The little yep. stuff. Because that mm -hmm. stuff matters. And when yeah. I, always stay, I always say this, when you want to work with athletes, it's important because the two biggest things, and you athletes, so you, you let me know if I'm wrong. You want somebody that, around you that you trust Right? You can count on. Most importantly, mm -hmm. you trust and you can count on. And mm -hmm. two, somebody that you know that's going to work hard and, and, and not going to steer you in the wrong direction. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So mm -hmm. working, so I knew that. So I was like, well, I need to show how I can be valuable. So you asked me, you, need to go, you want me to go to Starbucks? Because you, want, you sure. want this coffee? Oh, I'm going to go to Starbucks. For sure. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that's important. And I, and I think and that's the part that, that comes to ego. You know what I'm saying? You got to yeah. put your ego aside sometimes. You be like, bro, I'm a grown man. I'm not about to go get that coffee. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you don't know, like, look where you are today. Just by going to get that coffee, they trust you. Like, look, he done been through the look. He done been through the grind. Right. He done did his, he done did his time to get where he is today. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's, that's, that's the part of the stuff that people got to understand in real life. Yes, you're not going to like every little you're not going to like every job or every little assignment you get. You think I like not playing most of the time? No, I don't. No. Nah. But at the same time, people see value in what I bring to a team. Right. And people see value like when he do get out there, he not hurting us. Right. And my thing is like, if I'm just looking for that one opportunity. And my thing is, I know when I get it, I'm going to take it. I'm going to go. And I'm not, I'm not turning back. Right. I'm not turning back. So what's crazy is I'm gonna keep going because I definitely got some things to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I get away from Brooklyn, and I'm in my apartment in uh, in Manhattan, and I'm like, "Dog, oh, gotta move from Manhattan. Where I'm going next?" Right, dog. I get picked up by the Knicks. <laughs> I'm going down the street. <laughs> you're just going down the street. You, you're just crossing I, over the bridge. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just going over the bridge, bro. I'm not, not even the bro. I was already in Manhattan. So I'm oh, literally, yes. I'm just going down the street. But I stayed in, I stayed in, uh, I forgot what the place called. It don't matter no more. But <laughs> we, they, they, the practice facility in the outskirts of New York. But oh. um, go to the Knicks, bro. Once again. They were sorry. Go to the Knicks? Yeah, they were sorry. They weak. I would get my shot at some point. <laughs> at some point, I'm going to get my shot. But I just played the Knicks. 
Right. We whoop, we we beating the Knicks. Actually, they probably beat, they beat us a couple times that year, my second year. They beat us a couple <laughs> times our second year, but they weak, bro. They ain't making right. the playoffs. They weren't making nothing. You so know, I'm you like, better have right, a, at least get, a moment. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. All I need is a shot, bro. Right. That's all I need is a shot. And next thing you know, I get there, bro. We start hooping. Yep. We was cooking, bro. Like the city going crazy. And I tell you right now, them New York fans, they love them some basketball. Oh, yeah. They still, they really they still rock with me to this day, bro. To this day, they still rock with me. I still That's rock the with value them, that we talking about, though, that you bring. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, bro. Dog, they, they just love the passion and they love how I cared. Even though I wasn't getting the time, I was still invested fully just as much as the, them dudes on the court. You know right. what I'm saying? So, dog, we start cooking, bro. Like, I remember we went on this winning streak. It was like 10 games and the city was buzzing. Like, buzzing. And there's no experience that I had crazier than I had uh, game one against the Hawks in Madison Square Garden in the playoffs, bro. It was bananas. I bet. It was crazy. Like, I, 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 can't, I, I can't put into words how crazy that game was. And I'm just sitting there like, I'm blessed to be in this opportunity. And the Knicks ain't been in the playoffs since like, what, 2014 before that? Yeah, so it's, it's, been, been it's been a minute. So... And I'm just sitting there like, bro, I'm blessed to be in this opportunity, like to get this opportunity. I'm like, oh, we got a good team. We got something going here. And I got a good feeling that they're going to bring me back. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, bro. Everybody on the team wanted me back. Right. Everybody. Coaches. We're not going to get that deep into it. but Right, 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 right. Not everybody wanted me back, but most people. Most I would of the say people. 95% wanted me back, but you know, that 5%. It that 5% it was a strong it five. To the best of us. Right. Hey, <laughs> it happened to the best of us. And the thing was, bro, it was just like, I guess it's not, not meant for me to be here. Right. But I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, that one hurt though. That one hurt just because I'm like, we building something. Like we literally built a good, like, Something they were excited, like the city was right. excited the about. City, yeah. And we they brought back new players, and nothing was wrong with the players they brought. Like, yeah, Kimba, nice, Evan right. Fournier, good. Like, a lot of good players. They brought some players back, but like, the I think they knew like what the core was. Like, they kept a lot of it together. Yeah. I'm not trying to give myself a lot of credit, but I feel like I was a very important piece to that. To you the whole team chemistry and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that and that goes a long way. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, what's next? I'm sitting there all summer and nothing. I had nothing because I didn't play all year. Right. I had no tape all year. I had nothing. So I'm just sitting there like a sitting duck and uh, Boston gave me a shot mm-hmm. and went to Boston, did training camp, played pretty well, but they still had their own agenda or whatever, which is, it is what it is. It's the league. Yeah. And went on from there and played with Maine. And, uh, but before I get to Dallas, we're going to go to you. Um, before we go so, to me, I got a question. How right. important, how important do you think 
the G League was for your career? Because like I remember oh, your man. G League games. Like you, you was cooking. No, I was going crazy. I was going crazy. Cooking in the G League. And the thing was, when I was in college, I wasn't that big of like a a score. I was like a guy that like got got guys in, involved. Right. Just, yeah. You just I was a guy who just made. I made. I was a playmaker. I made the right plays. Yeah. So the G League was really just a big time confidence booster for me. Like, got you. Like, I really can do this. Like, I really can go get buckets if I need to. And that's right. what it really did for me. And I, and like I said, everything happens for a reason. Every situation is different. And I feel like it was, it was really good for me. I understand, like, sometimes you're like, it's a demotion. Don't look at it like that. Like, go get your shots. Right. Nah, for sure. Go get your shots. And I was blessed to be on a team with Long Island who had a lot of veteran guys who just wanted to win, too. Right. Because if I go down there, I'm trying to win, too. Like, we lost in the finals or whatever. And uh, from there on, we just, everybody went on it. And everybody got deals from that team after that year. Everybody got right. deals because we was winning. So it was, it, it was dope. Like, the G League, don't look at it as the most, like, you literally just want to get some run, get some get your feel back, get some confidence. Because you sitting over there ain't going to solve nothing. Right. And I think that's you know what, what people saying? don't really understand. Like, yeah, yeah. If you got a chance to go to the G League just so you can hoop, I feel like you should take it. Go do you know it. What I mean? Just go hoop, and then come right back. <laughs> nah, <laughs> go, thanks. Go right back if you if you can. But uh, when you started with, so when you first got to CP3 LLC, mm -hmm. um, when you found out they were they had the confidence in you and they believed in you, what? What was the biggest obstacle and the biggest change that you went through as far as like, all right, I got to be a little bit more focused on this aspect and I can't slip up here because then I'm affecting the whole company. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, when did you, when'd you figure that out? Or was it something that you messed up on that locked you back in? Like, oh, I can't do that again. Or almost slipped up on. I'm like, okay, I need to tighten up there. Yeah, I think for me, I, I made a lot of mistakes you know, throughout my career yeah. and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. But one of them is when I was running, uh, helping run Chris, Chris Social, I would misspell some words, right? Got you. But you, you got to understand, like, illiterate. right, exactly. And that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> right? But no, that's the, that's the, that's the part. That's the, <laughs> that's, that's the crazy part, right? Like, dead ass though. And it's, it's details. Right, yeah. details, being very, being very detail oriented. And no, and Chris like that. probably can't spell it either. Man, <laughs> like, yeah, he can spell. He's smart. I will yeah, say I'm that. Just flat, but I'm just flat, I'm the, just the crazy thing is, for me, messing up and those mistakes like that. But one thing that really helped me when I did when I helped with this project in the bubble when Chris wore different HBCU shoes, so yeah. I helped lead that. Oh and yeah, that, that was, was one dope. Of, that was super dope, right? So it was it was one of those things to where myself, Courtney, Sag, like we really like was on a calls every single day, coming up with all the logistics, making it happen and things like that. And that one project gave me like the utmost the, ut confidence. the utmost confidence, right? Mm -hmm. Because I was like, one, it's in the bubble. So everybody, that's what everybody's looking at right now. Cause yeah. they had all the eyes on the bubble. Two, mm -hmm. it's about HBCUs. I went to an HBCU. And three, they had, they saw something to me, letting me lead it, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And making, making that, making that happen. So yeah. 
that that project right there still to this day is probably one of my favorite projects I've ever worked on. Right. Yeah. So it was dope, and, bro. It was dope. I remember. Uh I think he had like a y'all gave him like a HBCU jacket. Then he had yeah, a so, Yep. Courtney, Courtney handled the clothes, his stylist. So pretty much whatever shoe, whatever school we was repping that, that Yeah, um, yeah. Day, I remember the shoes. I was yeah, the, I remember the jacket and I remember the Hampton shoe. I remember the North Carolina antique shoe. Yep. Did y'all do a central? We did a central. And the, the dope part about it was all the schools that you just named and things like that are the big HBCUs. But we yeah, did like Lincoln. Did some, yeah, we did the yeah, little exactly. ones, you know, Lincoln and exactly. things like that, showing them love. And I think that was mm-hmm. the, and the crazy thing is that was Chris' idea, right? So it was dope that he even like thought about the little schools as well. Because when you're doing yeah. things, you're just really thinking about the A&Ts, the Winston States, yeah, the bigger schools sure. and things like that, but not understanding it's over 100 HBCUs in, in the world. So yeah, we want to sure. make sure we can show as much love. You for know sure. what I mean? For sure. For sure. And that's a... Nah, it was really dope. That was dope. Um, I just know when I was looking at it, I'm like, no way they can sell these shoes because <laughs> the, 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 to make these has to be hard. They had nah, be. It, it was crazy. So we, um, Roly out of Miami, he designs and customized shoes. So we pretty much took Chris' signature shoe, sent the him a whole bunch. Yeah, and he just he made all the things. Yeah, he's super dope. dope. Roly's super dope. He's that's super dope. dope. That's dope. You know what I mean? But that's dope. That was that was definitely one of my favorite projects, but also the project that gave me the confidence in the sports industry, yeah. knowing that like, okay, I can do this. You know what I mean? Now I can yeah. freelance and do it for others and do whatever, or making sure like I'm detail oriented now, I'm paying attention and seeing how how things um, move and how they ran and things like that. So yeah, that was that was super dope. That so now dope. we get, no, it was though, but so now we get into pretty much closer to where we are now. Um, This past year, um, like I said, I was in Maine and then end up playing about two months with Maine and we were were nice. We had a very veteran-like team. Like we were, if we lost, we beat ourselves. It was one of those things. And we had a lot of guys who, everybody on our starting five was on the NBA roster by the end of the year. That's how good we were. So it was, it was like it was crazy. So um, I'm with them, and I remember, I remember, uh, you remember all the E10s was happening. Mm-hmm. All the E10s, no, not E10s. The, um, what was the, what was it called? The uh, oh, with the when uh, everybody everybody was getting sick. Was getting in COVID protocol, and then they what COVID? No, not I know COVID, but what was the what was it called that everybody was getting? Like everybody was getting deals from the G League to go to the NBA. You remember what it was called? What was it called? I don't know. Kurt, y'all know what it's called? Ten days. Ten days. Ten days. Oh, ten days. Ten days. Ten days. Ten days. Ten days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the ten days were happening, right? So I'm like, we're 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 about to go compete for money in Vegas, right? For the G League, uh, there's like a G League G League showcase. So we prepping for that, getting ready to go to that, and we're like, okay, let's go get us some bread. 
Let's go get us some bread. <laughs> so we confident we about to win the joint. Right. Dog, the day we about to leave, I get a call from my agent, Ty Sullivan. Shout out to Ty and Simone. They got on me last time for not giving them a shout out. Y'all got your <laughs> shout out. Uh, I get a call from my agent and he's talking like, he's like, yo, Dallas want to bring you. Dallas wants you to come uh, for exhibit for uh, 10 day. I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, I leave today. Like, what do you mean? They want me to come? I'm like, yeah. They're like, all right. So then Boston was like, yo, come to Boston. Right. We need you. And I'm like, this is tough because do I stay in the organization I'm always work with? Mm-hmm. Or do I go to the organization that like about to give me a fresh start? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was tough. It was a tough decision. But at the end of the day, I just, I thought Dallas was a better opportunity for me. I felt like they wanted me. They were like, we, I was their first choice to come there. So they was like, mm-hmm. they called me first. They're like, yo, we want you here. I was like, bet. Like my, we talked about it, like, well, I think that'd be the better option for you. So we did what we had to do, went to Dallas and honestly, best decision, bro. Like the mm-hmm. people in the organization, great. Jay Kidd. Coach Kid, amazing, great coach, real. Um, St. G, Jared Deli, who I played with my rookie year. He's a coach now. Uh, I can go down the line, bro. Like, just the, the people there, great. Mark Cuban, great dude. We're going to have him on the show, I promise you. Uh, it, it was just like... It sounds crazy, but it literally felt like a match made in heaven. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just like they mm-hmm. accepted me for who I was. They accept, they understood my value as what I brought to the team. Like right. expressed it, not just to me, but to the media, to other people. Like, yo, we appreciate what Theo does because we didn't have that. You right. know what I'm saying? So like I appreciated that so much, like mentally, because after two, after three years doing that. And having teams that weren't where they were the year before, mm-hmm. and then we go to a level where, okay, everybody want to go there now. Everybody wants to be there. And then you just get dumped off to the side like you had nothing right. to do with it. Right. It felt good when somebody came and like, yo, we appreciate what you're doing and we keep it up. We recognize what you're doing. We want to bring you back. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like that, 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 that was huge for me. So once again... I can't thank them enough, but that's the only thing that I've been really, that's been messing up my head this whole time I've been in the league is like, how do you continuously and take it for granted? And then when it's gone, like, like I said, when I left the Knicks, what happened? What happened? Yeah. And I'm not saying it. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying it's because of me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm the sole reason, but you messed up something that had good chemistry, great flow in the locker room. And that stuff matters, bro. It matters. So when I got to Dallas, it was dope. I played, I had to, I played early. And really the thing is too, I had to play because everybody was hurt. I mean, not right. hurt, but during COVID. So I played my way to the two-way spot that I got. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't just give it to me because I was a good person, a good teammate. I played my way to that. Right. And then after I played my way to it, they was like, yo, he brings more than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, when everybody got back, the rotation guys, my yeah, minutes yeah, yeah. weren't there anymore. But I understood that. I knew 
I needed to bring something else to contribute to the team. So, like I said, as the year went on, we got tighter as a group. We got better as a team. As you can see, we went to beat Utah first round, beat Donovan Mitchell 4-2. We beat Donovan Mitchell 4-2 in the series. <laughs> Utah, Don, I know you hear me. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about Chris because Chris, I got <laughs> You know, we beat him in game seven in Phoenix. But I talked to Cam Johnson, game seven at the crib. AJ, you was there. <laughs> Sitting courtside. Yeah. You saw it. Hey. You left at halftime. Yeah. 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 Look at you try to change the subject. Hey. Like I said. <laughs> Then we got smacked four one by Warriors. Yeah. Hey, I, listen, bro. That that Warriors team, bro. Oh my gosh, they make cold. you pay for every mistake. It's cold. They make you they're pay cold. for every mistake. Nah, but on a series, no, that, that you know what I mean. Like saying that they're like how you said team chemistry is super important, right? Yeah. And I think that's another reason it makes Golden State so good because you yeah. can just tell like they team chemistry is like. And I'm not in the locker rooms, and I don't know them guys personally, yeah. like that. But you, you can, can just tell. see it on TV. You can just tell. Yeah, they just get along. They right. get along off the court and on the court. They do whatever right. it takes for each other because right. how well they get along off the court. And honestly, that's what we got to. We got right. to that. But at the same time, we had nobody on our team that been that far. Right. You know what I'm saying? I personally believe we just wore down. We wore down. Like, it was one of the things where I was like, doggone, bro. Like, it's a long journey. Like, yeah. We only played two series. We played yeah. two series and then that uh, Golden State series, and we only went five games. We only played five games. We Like, if you keep going, you got two more. You got to play six and seven. Yeah. And then you got the finals. Right. So, it's a, it's a and grind. Game's and intense, thing, too. Intense, bro. They like you really don't understand the mental and physical aspects of playoff games, bro. It is a grind, dog. It's a grind. When you and when you got even to the playoffs, even if I wasn't playing, I was tired. Right. That's <laughs> what I was just about to ask you. I was about to say, like, did your routine change, like, from the regular season? Did anything change mm -hmm. for you in the playoffs and things like that? So when you're a two way, you can't uh, you can't dress out. Um, okay. During games, so I knew I wasn't mm -hmm. playing. So. I was scout team, best player. You know what I'm saying? I was Donovan. <laughs> I was Chris. I was Book. Got you. I was Steph. Which, I guess, I made him better because I was cooking. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you was like using your bag. Hey, listen, I <laughs> was in my bag. bag. I was doing stuff Don and Chris don't even got. <laughs> you know? That was my. Hey. hey, listen, I used that as my audition for the next year. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew I was trying to get them ready for the playoffs, but I mm -hmm. knew I couldn't go out there looking like no crap. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, they ain't seen me play that much. You know what I'm saying? So I used that as my audition also, which was dope. I got that opportunity. But, yeah, bro, like, it was – that, that playoff zone is a grind. No, nah, I believe it. I believe it. I didn't know. So that's another, that's another way to pretty much showcase your talent, like, in practice mm -hmm. and things like that. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. And yeah. all the coaches is, and stuff is in there during that time, oh, right? Front so, office, coaches, everybody. Oh, so everybody seeing what you Everybody, everybody locked yeah, in. Yeah. And I tried to do everything I could as far as like helping everybody with personnel. I'm, I'm yelling out tendencies during the game just to mm -hmm. 
Because, you know, when you're tired, bro, you just out there, like, just stay in front of them. And you just forget the little stuff. And that's right. what makes teams better. That's what makes Golden State so good. They remember the little things and their game plan and stuff like that. So that's that's what I was trying to help out with the most. No, nah, that's dope. That's dope. Because, yeah. I mean, it's it's more than just being a player, right? And we always, sure. we always know that. But, like, I think it's super, like, take you down to Haslam, for instance. Mm-hmm. Been in the mm-hmm. league for so long. Because, one, he's probably a great locker room guy. He understands how important team chemistry is. And you see, mm-hmm. like, he like the OG. So he getting on the, the getting on his team yeah. and holding them accountable and things, yeah. like, things of that nature. Miami Heat see that, though. They understand right. it. They, they, right. they, they understand that. And that's the difference between some organizations and others. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. I'm a still a believer business. in that. This yeah. is still a business. And I, and I understand that. I understand mm-hmm. that. Like, if you feel like I wasn't, Helping or doing anything, you do do what you had to do. I'm I'm right. cool with that. But like, don't act like I I helped out a lot and then just kicked me to the curve. Right. Like, it's gonna happen again. It don't work like that. So, right. it is what it is. Like, <laughs> you live and you learn. Everything <laughs> you happens for a learn. reason. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason, brother. That is but, true. Once again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Episode three, everybody follow our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the platforms. It's on every platform, on YouTube. Go, get us a, go give us a like. We're going to be back again. And we're not for sure yet, but hopefully next time we have a guest with us. We'll see. But Maybe. But just Maybe. keep rocking with us too. You know what I mean? Yeah, just keep hey, That's regardless, keep rocking with us. We're gonna keep we're gonna keep giving you great content. We're gonna keep giving you great stories. And once again, we wanna say thank you to everybody for supporting us, man. It really does mean a lot for us. It's been a thing, been something we've been talking about doing for a long time. And now that we got it up and going, we're excited about it. And it's just gonna get better and better every single week. And right. uh we thank y'all. Peace. <laughs>